They just get that they serve the couscous and they go, so you like my daughter, big dick, huh? <laughs> I think it's free lunch time. Sammy Bow. Well, free lunch. It's well, free lunch. We're hanging out. We're, we're chilling. We're down the street. Yep. The same old thing, dude. Doing the same old thing, man. And you know what? What? Normally we record on Fridays. Oh, I thought you were going to say we did last week. I thought we were going to do the That 70s Show intro. Oh, sorry. Damn, dude. I, li- I literally gave you three lines. I can't remember that 70s show. What? When they found out that that dude in it was a pedophile, my brain immediately wiped everything. Which one's a pedophile? The guy with the frizzy red hair. There was a frizzy red hair guy in that 70s Yeah, you know the show? guy with the big glasses? Not Ashton Kutcher, not Mila Kunis, not the girl from Orange is the New Black, not the Mexican, not the not the parents. Oh, wait, like the stoner-looking kind of like uh, disco stew from Simpsons? That's the one. He's the pedophile? Yeah, he got charged with like several counts of uh, possessing child abuse material. Damn, I would have been certain it was going to be Fez. That's what... <laughs> yes. I thought it was going to be Fez. He's just a children that I like so much. Well, he has Michael Jackson vibes. He does have Michael Jackson vibes, but it's always the one you least suspect. I don't know if he's and the let one me tell I you least something. Suspect. And let me tell you something, Alex. Yes? I would never suspect that from you. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how many times I have to fucking say it publicly. I am not a pedophile. Okay, just letting you know that I don't have my eye on you. Because All I right. don't suspect you. It's kind of insulting in a way. I'm capable of horrible things. I hate when people underestimate my <laughs> ability for mass carnage. I've got to tell you about my my transit this morning. Tell me about, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was meant, because I was up in Brisbane mm-hmm. doing the Queer Melt Gala at the Powerhouse. Thank you to everyone that came out. It was very fun. Yeah, yeah, so they flew me up. They put me in a nice hotel. I bombed in cans. <laughs> did you Did you bomb in cans? <laughs> yeah, I had a fucking rough time in cans. Oh, Kansas. shit. Dude, we'll I'm get sorry. to that. We'll get to that next. All oh, right. my God. You go. Okay, well, I, I had a great fucking set. Mm-hmm. I stayed in the hotel. Fuck you. Dude, I murdered so hard. <laughs> I hate you, dude. And <laughs> go back to the hotel. Hotel room for one, but uh, I had the company. Had a couple of ladies. Had a couple of ladies. L- or a fella. Couple of dudes. Couple of boys. All got in there. Staging a coup in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. Parliament is closed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was meant to be back in Sydney. Is there another thing about like a reach around across the aisle? Is there a reach around you? across the aisle is fun. Reach around across the aisle. That's fun. <laughs> did you did you see the uh, British MP that got up in the House of Commons discussing the Qatar World Cup? No. This motherfucker, backbencher for the Tories, gets up and just goes, I'm a gay, <laughs> and as a gay, and he's killing. Awesome. Like, he's clearly done this perfectly. Because mm-hmm. everyone's listening, and then he makes a very emboldened, passionate speech about human rights and yada, yada, yada. Sure, sure, sure. But just to open with, I'm a gay. That's like, fantastic. fantastic. I'm going to open every conversation like that. <laughs> oh. Yes. So this morning. So I'm meant to get into Sydney. It's uh, 7 o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. My flight gets rebooked to 7 o'clock. It gets cancelled. I get rebooked on the 6 o'clock flight from Brisbane to Sydney. Mm-hmm. So already, I'm in a fucking mood. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm up a quarter past four. You say you're grumpy wumpy. I'm grumpy wumpy. All right. I want to get up. I want to watch football. I want to have a night in with the family, but I'm up early. So I go to bed at a conservative time of 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. I get three hours sleep. I'm up. We're running late because I slept in. I get to the airport. I get through security. Everything's going totally fine. I watch uh, the first half of Portugal Uruguay at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I have a coffee. I'm awake, I'm alert, I'm alive. Cool. I Sounds w- like a great day. Yeah. I'm. T- you know what? I'm like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. 
I and here's the best part: the cafe right next to my gate. So I'm just I can just sit and watch the football and watch as everything goes by. Sick. So I'm like, all right, we're boarding. The line's huge. I got ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Finish watching the game. Go take my airport shit. <laughs> jump on the uh, jump on the end of the line. Get in. While I was taking my shit, mm-hmm. I missed over the tannoy that everyone in seats 15 to 30 enters first because they only had one entrance into the plane. Mm-hmm. So I've now immediately fucked up royally. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk past everyone to the back of the plane where everything's already shut up. And I had a window seat and I booked the window seat specifically because it had the two rows were free. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have some space. I get to my thing. I'm looking at the two people next to me. I don't have any space. The guy sitting next to me in the oldest classic airplane trope in the world is... To put it mildly, a fat bag of crap. <laughs> this guy is fucking massive. Damn, dude. And I That's lit- so mean. I literally just went, oh, for fuck's sake. You said that out loud? Just under my breath. I was like, you're kidding me. Oh, How many times do you think that guy a day hears, oh, for fuck's oh, sake? Oh, yeah. Dude, he walks in trying to get breakfast and they're like, yeah. oh, for oh, fuck's sake. Get more bacon. Jesus Christ. Anyway, and it's look to no, be I fair. I think the vaccine gave everyone Tourette's. That's <laughs> what his mom tells him. <laughs> anyway, but like also, Virgin Cattle Class is not, it's still tight. So mm. it's a little bit of him, a little bit of Virgin, right? But he's big. He's a big boy. Sitting mm-hmm. next to him is this woman, and she's got her head down on the laptop. So I put my bag up and I go, hey guys, sorry, that's my window seat. I need to squeeze past. And he mm-hmm. goes, no worries, brother. Goes to get up, and he has to nudge this woman. She's got her AirPods in. And she, she like looks up at me, super surprised. This woman, very blind. Mm-hmm. How could I tell? Because of the eyes. <laughs> okay? And I just... They're ju- all like milky? Yeah, milky. And one was really far open. And the other was really far closed. Oh. Not her fault. No, no. Yeah, obviously not her fault. But also was kind of surprised. So I did jump a little. Oh, well, she didn't she see didn't it. She didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's low-hanging fruit. It just surprised me a little. Okay? But like, that's fine. I get in. And okay. by the way, I was bang on. This mm. dude, like, we can't put the armrest down. Oh, like, rough. And my shoulders curled up. My left shoulders curled up. My shoulder was getting so fucking sore within 10 minutes. I'm like, I have no That's fucking so room. But if I was that fat, I would let everyone treat me like a Snorlax from Pokemon. I'd be like, do you need me to cut down a tree? Like, what Do, do you, you have any have idea how fucking accurate that is? Because we get into the air, this motherfucker starts snoring. Oh, damn. Now... Don't have an issue with that. It's now a flight. You not off, big boy. Not mm-hmm. a big deal, right? And then I start getting this weird thing where I'm like, you know, sporadically every now and then I feel these snores through the seat. That's wild. And then Wait. It, he farting? He farted. Oh my God. My God. Farting, dude? Fucking flight. My, my, holy shit. The air can't escape him fast enough. Mm-mm. And it was rough so i'm squished up next to this dude he couldn't be more of a fucking stereotype if he tried that coming out both ends wait you do the stores i'll do the farts (laughs) (laughs) and just me just squished up reading my nan's memoirs because i'm i'm I'm, I'm typing them up that's right and just like doing a proofread of them while I'm just smelling whatever the fuck oh, this cunt had for breakfast. So horrible. It was awful. We get off the plane, right? The plane. Sorry, let me rephrase that. The plane stops. Mm-hmm. The woman in the end, the blind lady, she the, almost the moment she lands, she answers a phone call. So she's got her AirPods in and she's talking and she's looking down. Mm-hmm. She hasn't noticed that everyone is talking leaving. Talking to a guide dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's calling a guide yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, just pick me up. <laughs> 
You're a good boy. Come on, got snacks <laughs> at the airport. Be at the, be at the Uber dog section. But she hasn't noticed that everyone's leaving because she's blind. So I'm still stuck up here while everyone's getting off the fucking plane and she's not recognizing all of the openings we're getting. Yeah. And so we have of to- Of course, like, but she's blind. Yeah, but Sam. she's blind and that's perfectly acceptable. But you start getting more annoyed when you're stuck in a fucking fart bubble that isn't yours. Yeah, that's And you can't enough. move your shoulder. And anyway- You're really up against it. I was, yeah, I was. Him and the side of I'm the plane. I'm just trying to put myself in the situation. I just wonder if I go like, hey- like, I wonder if I try to go, hey, we're good, to the blind lady. Do you well, do that? Do you well, go, the, big, the, hey. big, the big unit sorted it out. Oh, he did? Yeah, it was like, oh, oh we're good to go. And she goes, oh, thank you, dear. Uh, I'll call you back when I get off the ground. I'm blind, but you sound fat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know so when much. you can hear fat over the phone? Oh, like, yeah. Like, you can hear dude. it sometimes. Yeah, man, I can still hear the fucking marks of the sleep apnea mask around <laughs> your mouth. Anyway, so we get off the plane. Baggage issues, no problem. I get an mm. Uber. It's there immediately. And I'm like, okay, let's ju- just take me home. I'm good. Mm. Uber guy pulls up, 65-year-old white guy. Mm-hmm. So immediately I'm like, here we fucking go. Right. Because I I can't stand white Uber drivers. Good Uber rating though? I didn't even check. All right. But I'm like, fuck, give me, give me uh, a Desi dude, a South Asian guy. We can talk about cricket. Someone who will care. Someone who will care or not care. Just just anything. Mm-hmm. Talk to your family. Tell them when you're sending money. Yeah, do that Uber thing that you do. You go, Hashlah. Yeah. <laughs> just under your breath. It's like, it's so quiet. There's no way the person on the other side can mm. hear you. That. And then 10 minutes passes in perfect silence and you hear. Is that other guy talking for 10 minutes straight? No issue with that. It almost lulls me to sleep. I love that. Anyway, so this guy, right? Get in. He goes, oh, mate. Immediately, we try to get this this old man can't get out of the car park. He hasn't Mm -hmm. moved his car forward enough to the boom gate. Mm -hmm. So the driver goes, this fucking cunt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wheels up next to him. There's two, by the way. There's two ways to get out. He's just deciding to wait and get mad at this guy. So he pulls up next to him. He goes, oi, mate. Move your car forward. The guy driving is the oldest little man you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, yeah. Guy uh, from up? The guy from up, right? Cool. And he goes, oh, no, it's not open. And he goes, mate, move your fucking car forward. Oh, my God. Car moves forward. The boom gate opens. The guy goes, fucking cunt. Holy shit. Drives out. And I'm like, all right, we're off to a fucking baller. Jesus Christ. Anyway, where'd you come from, mate? Oh, I just came from Brisbane. I'm just I'm just coming home. He goes, oh, mate, yeah, no, so I went to Thailand a week ago. Oh, no. And I'm like, yes. Oh. <laughs> Here we fucking go. Oh, no. And so and I was like, yeah, mate, I'll tell you what, the food on airplanes, I fly business class, right? I bring my own food. Great bit. Mm-hmm. You've got to give it up to them. That's hilarious. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. So, yeah, so I flew back from Thailand. I got some mango sticky rice and some beautiful pork belly and a, and a, and a, and a gummy. And I'm like, what's a gummy? And he goes, a weed gummy. I'm like, oh, a gummy. He goes, yeah, mate, they're legal over there. Took a bunch of weed gummies. Oh, my fucking daughter, mate. She thinks she's, she's 20 years old. She thinks I'm fucking ridiculous, right? She's like, oh, dad, they're not that strong. She had one. She was out like a light for two days. Anyway, I was in Thailand because my wife and I have an understanding. An understanding. <laughs> Verbatim. That's exactly what he said. So I'm like, you need to tell me more right now. Oh, my God. This guy's fucking the king. <laughs> and then he goes, you know what? I was there for two weeks. Fucked 18 chicks and one lady boy. And then while we're driving, 
opens his WhatsApp and starts showing me pictures of this prostitute giving him a foot massage naked and then goes through these pictures of this lady boy that they spent at the beach together, right? There's a beautiful, all of them beautiful. Uh-huh. And he's like, right, bloody, I'll tell you what, don't mind a lady boy. You know what I mean? Look at that ass. Massive cock. Massive cock. I don't like cunt. What the fuck? And I'm just nodding. Like, I'm like, yeah, man, that's it's a good looking woman. It's nice. a massive cock. Nice butt. Didn't get to see the cock, to be fair. Okay. He didn't reveal anything that I think... He, he was being a gentleman given the circumstances. So the only one he did was send me like a, a naked picture of the woman giving a foot massage. But she got her legs uh-huh. folded. You can't see anything. Sure. And he goes, mate, you got to get over there, mate. Weed's legal. Fucking prosies, mate. They're happy to have you. I thought it was going to get rolled a couple of times. They all just took me back to the hotel and fucked me. Oh, mate. Fucking 18 and one lady boy. God, I've actually seen the lady boy in a couple of months going over there. She's going to show me. She's from Laos. So we're going to go to Laos. I'm going to meet her family. And I'm like, what is happening this morning? How do you... One second, bro. What every Uber driver I've ever had in my entire life is the most boring cunt. How the fuck did you get like Australian of the year? Just be like five stars, by the way, brother. You got the best one. Dude, we even exchanged edible recipes. <laughs> he didn't know how to make edibles in under 45 minutes, and I just gave him the recipe. And then straight out of the gate, he was like, mate, five stars for you, mate. Thanks so much for the... Hey, you got to go to Thailand, mate. Go to Thailand while you're young, while the going's good. And I'm like, because the last Uber driver I had that was a white old man uh. just, start, just started announcing that we should murder all indigenous people and they're taking over. I always get that guy in Newcastle. Yeah, well, that is, you know, that's probably the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy before that, I got this weird Swedish dude Mm -hmm. who kept going on about the fucking vaccine. Like, mm. being like, you know, it's bullshit that they all want to take uh, all of your freedoms away and I'm not vaccinated. And if you've got the problem with that, you can fucking get out now. Wow. And I'm like, dude, I fucking... Bro, relax. Hurdy-gurdy, cunt. Yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah. Hurdy-gurdy, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Go pour me a $29 beer, you piece of shit. What the fuck? Since when were Swedish people so weird about the vaccine? When they move here. I guess so, but does it matter, dude? You got number one best Uber driver in the world. 18 chicks, one lady boy. I love that he kept mentioning the lady boy. He was like, by the way, I need to make it very clear. One of them was a lady boy. She was, her, she was his favorite. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Why else would you go to Thailand? Yeah. You're going to go to fucking Disneyland, not fucking check out the Star Wars part <laughs> of it? Yeah, you go to see the selling point. That's what I'm of course. It's like, you're not gonna, dude, you're in Thailand. You're going to fucking catch one lady boy. Come on, mate. Get on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Come on. Jump on. Dude, that's literally, he's describing the, the Australian dream. The Australian dream is to have a good job, raise kids, get them old enough to leave the house, establish an understanding with your wife and go to Thailand. Yes. And <laughs> fuck your way through you Bangkok. Yeah. That's essentially it. That's really it. Bangkok by name, Bangkok by nature. (laughs) This is the thing. We don't really offer that here. No. Like, you don't come back from the Gold Coast and go like, dude, I fucked 18 chicks and what... I mean, maybe you do, but at at best, like, if someone comes back from the Gold Coast and goes, I fucked 18 chicks, you call the police. Yeah, you're like, that kind of all been legitimate, surely. (laughs) Surely we've got a serious problem on our hands. It's like, you no, there's an issue here. Mm. Thailand, you go like, what a fantastic life. 
Yeah, you go, this place is incredible. I bought over $20. I'm set for a year. Yeah, yeah I'm going to meet her family. I love her. I'm gonna be, oh, yeah, because they're like, well, he's providing for her. Of course. And all she has to do is give it up. <laughs> she you gets like, a nice dress. The family gets a dinner table. Yeah. Where are they just go that they serve the couscous and they go, so you like my daughter, big dick, huh? <laughs> Holy shit. Alex Malinkovich, couscous. I don't know what it is, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the food is, bro. Do you know, for a country that's main export food-wise is curry, they have a lot of butt sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, a, it's a bold call. The, the, the country motto of Thailand should be like, Thailand, live dangerously. <laughs> you share a bad tie, fuck a lady boy, take up. risks. Thailand. <laughs> that's good, bro. That's a cure for depression. I'll tell you what's a real cu- cure for depression. Find a black dude that gives you ammo. That happened to me one time. <laughs> a black guy gave me ammo, and I was good for like six weeks after that. You want you want to you want the cure for all your mental illness? Find a black guy that gives you ammo, and then puts your head through the fucking drywall. <laughs> oh my that, god, that is the what? Cure for Why depression. is the violence? Why the violence? No, 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 no. He fucks you. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, he fucks you through the yeah. drywall. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, sorry, I'm straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever, dude. Dude, I forget. That's gay. <laughs> I forget that sometimes gay people exist. Really? We're very loud. I know, but it's just a lot of... I, I just always assume that it's just like, are oh, they talking about unions? I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, this is the problem. You know, this is the issue with the algorithm is that I just assume everyone in the world is always across... By the way, that's how straight I am. I see a gay pride parade and I go... Must be a union thing. Is this CFMEU? <laughs> this must be. Oh man, they're sparkling. They must be sparkies. It's crazy. Yeah, the union movement's really taken hold. Oh god damn it! God damn it! Fucking unions. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Who's gonna run train now? <laughs> oh, I just because the algorithm only pumps into you what you want. Mm-hmm. It's like an automatic assumption that I. You think that everyone is consuming what you're consuming. So I assume everyone is across all of the gay issues and all of the development of Welsh culture. What are the gay issues currently? Um, I think it's complaining about underrepresentation when we're getting aggressively overrepresented when you relate it to the percentage of the population. True. (laughs) I think it's that. Damn, bro, true. It's playing an underdog status in the arts when you are genuinely the dominating cultural figure in the arts. Yeah, there's a lot of gays in the arts right now. Every time I hear a fucking (laughs) queer, get on... (laughs) Get on their fucking soapbox Mm. about how they're underrepresented. It's like, cunt, you heard someone that went through genuine suffering say this and you just think it relates to you. As a queer, do you feel underrepresented in the arts? Not at all. Do you feel represented in the arts? Uh... Awkwardly, yes. I the my feeling of underrepresentation is the fact that I don't see a lot of dudes that are just dudes and just queer. And I think that's a minority within a minority. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm very comfortable with the fact that that's not important. Mm -hmm. Like that's not important. 
You could be a regular dude who's queer. You don't have to put on the feather bow. You don't have to make a point. Your art doesn't have to reflect your sexuality every time. Mm -hmm. But I understand why that's important. So it's a non-issue for me. What is it to you? Do you feel, because this is a very genuine question. Do you feel a need or uh, is it like, because I feel, okay, being gay and Serbian aren't the same thing. I might be the first person to say this. Ask a Croat. (laughs) (laughs) See what they think about that. That's mad. I, I, because I personally do feel some sort of, uh, like a responsibility every now and again mm-hmm. to be like, I also need to put on for the team. Yeah. I need to put on for the team every now and again. Yes. Do you have that? Yes. With the queer community? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. It's important to me, but it's also important to me that uh, there are voices in the community that are louder than I am and they should be. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of stealth in the whole thing. Sure. Like I'm not overtly queer. I've never suffered genuine homophobia, really. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't have anything to rail against. I am comfortable existing between both worlds. I don't feel like I really fit into either. Mm-hmm. But I'm just happy. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I I'm a comedian. Yes. First. Yeah. Always. So I make a point to be like, I'm not just going to be like I'm. I'm done with doing so. The I'm queer, but I slide it in when it's relevant, and I find ways to make it fit. But it's not, it's not important to me anymore in that sense. Was there a time where it was? Yeah. It's yeah. very important to me for a little while. What was that about? It was about the fact that I didn't see anyone that sort of, I don't want to say looked like me, because there's plenty of white queers, um, but no one that was just not. That had the same energy as you did. Same energy as I did. Same sort of just standard, sort of like, I don't give a fuck. Straight but gay. Straight but gay. Yeah. Stray. <laughs> just a fucking stray. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Just like, I love it all. Just give it to me all yum, 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 yum. And now that is, in my experience, a lot of dudes. So it's like, this isn't important anymore. What's important right. now is uh, trans issues. Mm-hmm. So I sort of like, that's, that's I'll cheer you from the sidelines. I'm not stealing your spotlight here. Sure. And, um, and uh, I refuse to acknowledge those stupid fucking asexuals. But <laughs> other than that, asexuals are the people at the party that are depressed. They rock up to the LGBTQ party and they rock in just to be like, hey, just so you know, I don't enjoy parties. Yes. And we're just expected to be like, okay, yeah, come on in. If you, well, I mean, if you had a friend that's asexual, why would you ever take them anywhere? Yeah, you can't. Well, you don't want to set them up with anyone. Hey, this guy fucks terribly. <laughs> don't point to me, man. To no, sorry. <laughs> just metaphorically. Jesus, bro. You ever I heard, fuck hard. You ever heard I of, fuck medium. <laughs> That was a quick de-escalation. Sorry, brother. I just I, I, I try not to lie to people. I fuck medium. I fuck medium too. Well, I no, fuck medium. Strikes me. Fucking hard sounds too aggressive. I fuck medium. I'm a vibe catcher. Right. Well, yeah. No, is, I, what does that mean? What I mean by is like, what's the vibe? Oh, so you're a bottom. I'm, ver- I'm verse. You're a bottom. So a, th- fuck you. <laughs> you're a bottom. So what that means is that a vibe gets set and you follow. You're a bottom. No, that's verse. No. No, bottom is submissive. No, no, no. A bottom is just you're waiting for a leader. No, I'm happy to be the leader. I'm happy to be the leader, but this is the separation between right. fucking hard all the time and understanding when you need to fuck hard. That's the difference. When do you need to fuck hard? When they call you daddy. Is that when you need a fuck hard? Yep. And gentle at the same time. I have some emails to make. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's when you. That's 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 when you. That's when you start researching choking techniques so they don't die. <laughs> that's when. That's when you start looking at that. It's like, how do I choke someone when they ask me to, but I don't kill them? Bowden is a black belt in jujitsu. This is insane. Oh, well, you know, I I aim to please. One second. So, okay. So so what you're saying is that someone goes, this is the rhythm that I'm at. You will go, okay, I can do that. Yes. But also you can pick up on an energy that says control the rhythm for me, which I will. Right. And, And then at what rhythm? Is it medium? If someone goes control no, the rhythm stop, stop. for me, do you hit medium? It, it, no, it's whatever I want. Is your instinct medium? You never though? start hard. <laughs> you work your way up, dude. You catch, you catch a vibe. All right, I'm controlling this situation. Right, we're doing what I want. But you go straight to medium. No, I don't go straight to medium. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, stop. All right. Okay. Are we talking about this in the lens of heterosexual sex? Well, that's, to be fair, that's, that's, that is our common ground. Well, hold on. That's all I know. That is our common ground, yes. right? You're gay. So I don't know other than that. I only, I only know straight sex for the final, I'll say it for the final <laughs> time. I only know straight sex. But no, no, no. I'm saying across all boards. Right. I'm saying across all boards. I feel like I can still relate even because I can understand like this. A submissive dude is a submissive girl. Or a dominant dude is a, is a dominant girl. I still feel the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's got it's got little intricacies that are different for both. But yes, for the most part. Sure, but when you you Sam Bowden, yes, at your most comfortable, mm-hmm. someone goes, you know what, freestyle this one. Mm-hmm. They go, play a play on. It's it's, par- it's partner dependent. It's you part- fuck medium. It's partner dependent. I walk the line. Let's go fuck medium, <laughs> because fuck medium suggests that I can do both. And I do. When Nando's puts out your fuck. <laughs> <laughs> on the plate, what does the flag say? <laughs> it says medium. Yeah, Alex, okay, there we the go. Fuck. I got it. <laughs> But you know Dude. what? I'll tell you one thing. That's spicy to some people. <laughs> some people find that very spicy. And some people need me to add a little bit more sriracha mayo, okay? Which I do. I think medium is safe. I think medium is fair. I think medium is good. Medium, again, it's just it. everybody's happy with medium. Everyone's happy with medium. You need... You, you, I think there's an interesting thing culturally where it's like, depending on what your priorities are, you kind of want that boyfriend dick. What is boyfriend dick? Well, I've heard it used as a slur and I've heard it used very sweetly. It can be a slur? Yeah, you're like, oh, you got that boyfriend dick. What does that mean? Medium. <laughs> okay, all right, that's me. You know what I mean? Not a domineering enough energy to push your hair into the pillow and pull your hair and not ask for consent, but in a way that it's consensual. All oh, right. But that's the only move. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's the only move. You don't pull a bit of hair. You don't choke someone. We've all got it in it. It's medium. I'm the undertaker in there, bro. Yeah, man. I'll stone cold Austin Steve Stunner. I'll, 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 I'll so break mad. a chair over a bitch's back. I don't give a fuck. Dude, that's why I like those beds that have like the canopy so I can <laughs> bounce off it onto someone. Boyfriend dick. 
How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Get Vince McMahon in here in a fucking second. <laughs> Joe Rogan's calling my fucks, dude. She's out. She's out. I'm licking his head. <laughs> Best thing I ever tasted. And that includes your pussy. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, what's girlfriend dick? Girlfriend pussy. Girlfriend dick. Girlfriend dick. Girlfriend dick's the same equivalent. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone that can tear it up. Go absolutely mental. Do you know... Okay, so I can't really describe girlfriend dick other than the fact that it's the dick that makes you feel complete. Which is gay. (laughs) But true. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you what girlfriend dick isn't. Mm -hmm. It's the fucking uh, nipple pasties. Pasties. It's the nipple sausage rolls. It's the nipple pasties at the music festival, mm-hmm. dropping MDMA, like going absolutely mental. Mm-hmm. Then you know that kind of we're, we're talking about it briefly before that sort of heroin chic, super aggressive skank aesthetic. Yeah, and I, I mean love aesthetic. That shit. I'm not calling everyone skanks. I mean like aesthetic. No, no, it's mad. It's it rules. I love More it. Power to you, women. That's sh- that shit. I love. But you never see that person and go, "I'll marry you." Yeah, dude, I love that shit. There is something about a girl that's like. You've you you've been out there. Yeah. I feel the same I feel the same way about dudes. There are dudes that mm. have a similar aesthetic. We're like, oh, you're such a fucking man whore. Yeah. Get over here right now. I'm gonna put four condoms on, but get over here right now. <laughs> yeah, there is something fucking I don't know what like do you ever Okay. Have you ever seen a sex worker outside? Yeah. Right? When I pay them to come to the picnic with me. <laughs> I need my family to think I'm killing it. <laughs> Imagine that. That's going to be your worst nightmare as a sex worker is being like, oh my God, I'm spending four hours with this dude and going to a picnic with his like family. In Everly Park. <laughs> Just hanging out. Just fuck me. Please. please. Anything. Oh, this is your mom. I would way rather be spat on. Hold on, what is it? Yes, no, I met your son at a work drinks. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah, it looks at her wrist. Supernova. (laughs) There's a 65-year-old guy that pissed in my mouth last night. It was so much better than this. this. It was so better than this. Fuck. I have to wear a Naruto t-shirt at this fucking picnic. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sweet. Right. And the mom says something like, mm, that's interesting. It's another Asian girl. I'm like, fuck. Man, I used to do this thing when we would go into the valley in Brisbane, mm. Fortitude Valley, and I would just walk away from the group. Mm. I'd get to a point at like 10 beers in where I'd be like, I need a change of scenery. Yeah. And you guys just aren't fucking cutting it anymore. Like, like all the people that are there, like taking care of me, my friends, I'm like, no, no, no. So you just sneak out the back? So not even sneak out. I would be like in a circle and I would just turn around and walk away. I would just turn around and That's walk away. ice cold. I would just turn around and walk away just to go find some. I'd be like, I'm just going to see where the fucking night takes me. And the <laughs> night just Hell somehow yeah. always just took me to a kebab place. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, that's usually where the night ended. I'd be like, time to see what stories happened to old Malinky Dick tonight. And I'm like, yeah, can I get a... <laughs> and you know what? Every story, delicious. Yeah, no. Delicious Still, story. Every time it's a happy ending. I'm in an Uber with a kebab snack bag being like, another successful chaotic night for Malinky Dick. <laughs> 
Dude, that sounded so cold, but honestly, you were just you were just making sure your night ended in a lovely spot. I think so. I think that's the thing. It's like you get to a point of drunk where you go, this is the end of this story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've both been at Rick's in the smokers area, mm. which is the best bar in the world, in my opinion. It's up there. But I really I'm love always it. interested. I'm always interested in my head to how much of that is nostalgia. Maybe it is nostalgia. It also might be nostalgia, but it's. I'll tell you what, it's a perfect ground for nostalgia. Yes, and ever since they did up Rick's mm. in the valley, they, they put like the hills hoist in there and it genuinely feels like a backyard. Yeah. It does pop. It pops. And so like, but we've both been there where it's like 2, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And you're just like, we've just been sitting here for the last two hours. Like, this yeah. is the end. Yes. The night should have ended ages ago. Mm-hmm. But like, we're still sticking around being like, maybe one of these goth girls talks to us eventually. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of us have the balls to go and be like, hey, girls, we're just like, maybe one of them have kindness in their hearts and they see something in us. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to approach them, but maybe they approach us. Dude, one time I, wa- <laughs> one time I was so fucked up at Rick's that I remember I saw a girl at the bar getting a drink, right? And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go up to her and I'm going to look at the bartender. I'm going to say, hey, two of those. Nice to meet you. I'm Alex. Right? Pretty smooth. Right? I was like, I'm going to do it. I start walking over and I get there and I go, hey, brother, two of those, thanks. And I look down at the drink and I go, that's just water, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And then the the chick just went like, yeah. And then walked away from me. And I was like, and he's like, you still want the water? I was like, no, I don't want the water still. No, no, the water. You've seen this move before. Come on. (laughs) You knew what I was going for. I might have been able to tolerate a vodka cruiser. You know that (sighs) has never sounded more patronizing (laughs) of the pouring of the water. Just staring at you dead in the eye. Just Is this how you thought tonight was going to (laughs) turn out? I'm like, no, it never does turn out. I thought it was going to turn out. Oh, man. Rick's is the hub of all chaos in Brisbane for anyone under 25. 100%. That's a, it's, you know what? And I tell you, next time we go back up, we should make a pilgrimage to Rick's one night. And I get, I, I would, would like put, that. I would put money on the table that we're there for an hour. And we're like, let's go somewhere that's cool. I actually disagree with you. Yeah, you reckon it'd be good? I think that we actually make it work. This is the thing though. Rick's doesn't work in pairs. No, it doesn't. You Rick's, really need a group. You need a group. Rick's doesn't work. This isn't like a, like we're just going out, hanging out, two of the boys. Mm. You need like four to like six of the team. Yeah. It's one of those ones where you're like, we need to occupy a fair amount of land. Yes, you need one of the place. big tables. Almost to the point where it's like, it's like we, like you ever play Age of Empires? Oh yeah. You need a big enough like land space. Like we could theoretically take over any other table if we want to. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, actually, you know what? That's actually a good point because Rick is one of those places. Rick's is one of those places Mm. where if you have a big enough group, you are capable of actually dominating the vibe in that backyard. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's how, that's how the group gets bigger. Exactly. Dude. And that's how you get the MDMA. (laughs) Cause like you, cause it ends up being like, you start with six and then like one of the six, branches out and brings mm. like two back yeah you know what i mean yeah. and then it's like who are these crazy guys and it's like two brazilians be like hey we just want to hang out <laughs> and they're like all right we've got some fucking brazilians on the team let's see if we can get like a black guy go speak to that dude over there <laughs> and so like we slowly start branching out forming our own little relationships and bringing them back to the team before yeah. you know it there's like 15 16 people in the one circle yeah and you're like theoretically if we wanted to we could stage a revolution of we this could this 
we might if we play our cards right at the end of this night it's called alex's you know what i mean <laughs> like like we could completely take over this bar with this amount of people and also i will vouch openly that security there is weak yeah i once jumped the fence to get in on the side on brunswick mall they kicked me out snuck in on the other side got in my license had expired the man's like mate we saw you jump the fence you're out of here and i was mm. like hear me out here's what's happened <laughs> Here's what's happened. This is the one place where you say, hear me out to the security guard. And he goes, uh-huh. Mate, <laughs> I understand. And I have witnesses to this as well. I understand that that's not acceptable. But right. I am in now. Mm. And my license is expired. But you can check my age. I can open up my Facebook. I apologize. Can I get you a drink? Mm-hmm. And he goes, mate, don't worry about the drink. But, you know, just keep your nose clean. And walks off. Hey. And I was like. I'm going to take this attitude into every deal I make. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think I've ever heard of a story where someone's actually had a security guard go, all right, dude, fight your case. Jordan Schulte could not fucking believe it. Yeah, dude, that's the end of the night. Yeah. For you, if you get kicked out and all the boys still staying in Rick's, Done. you have to go home. Yeah. The security guard isn't just going to look kindly upon you. Mm-mm. But we pulled it off. Security's weak. You could stage a coup at Rick's. You could stage a cool at Rick's with the boys. Turn it into Alex's. Yeah. Bar the doors with the hills hoist. <laughs> Make him do those free shots. Do it. Yeah. Xi Jinping's. Yeah. Xi Jinping's. Hey! <laughs> We're doing Xi Jinping's. How is no one... Yeah, it's a drug. <laughs> it's a, Dude, it gets you so fucked up that you get so high that you can physically only produce one child for the rest of your life. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, you could say that it uh, senses your senses. <laughs> it's sensational, and also stays in your system for about twenty five years. The- <laughs> it's crazy. Xi Jinping is. You just don't see Taiwan on the map anymore. <laughs> it's like, dude, zero high. You just don't see Taiwan anymore. It's gone. And every time you see a Tibetan restaurant, you're like, "That's mine." <laughs> Everything the light touches is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, we didn't establish this, but we are having to record at nighttime. So, unfortunately, we cannot get a free lunch. Yeah. But I think we've got some good plans coming into Christmas. So, we will make it up to you guys on the back end. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. You're the best. I love you. I love you too. All right. Bye. <laughs>